And we are already back with it with a giggly Scott Fresh Hour tonight, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to Conspiracy Campfire. As you can hear, he is, he is on one tonight. Warren's already laughing. And we have three awesome stories that we're going to be going after. Number one, Mothman. Is he real? Number two, is COVID actually going to help reveal UFOs to us? And last but not least, did a certain Harvard scientist claim that he's already admitted to seeing a real alien UFO? I don't know. We're starting the fire. You get the marshmallow and we'll be going in just one second. Stick around. Okay, Scott, uh, assuming that you could make it through this story through your laughing and giggling <laughs> at this point, hit us with conspiracy number one and Mothman. All right, we're going to kick things off with the legend of Mothman. I'm surprised we haven't talked about him already, but I'm glad we are doing it here tonight. Uh, Mothman, he's been seen more recently uh, at the Chicago airports. Uh, I think it's O'Hare and another one. But basically, the story of Mothman begins in the 1960s uh, when a bridge, the Silver Bridge, collapsed in 1965, I think it was. And ever since then, there have been mysterious sightings of Mothman. He's an 11-foot-tall, dark, menacing figure, red glowing eyes, and gigantic wings. Now he was seen uh, throughout the area of this of this bridge crash. It, it was kind of like a really exciting, really exciting urban legend. Uh, and the Mothman was not violent, but almost demonic in a kind of eerie way. Uh, and more recently, uh, he's been popping up on the message boards, showing up at uh, Chicago O'Hare, a couple of those airports up there in Chicago. But uh, the Mothman. First if he's a moth, see- why does he need to fly? <laughs> well, no, I was actually wondering if this was a connecting flight or was he flying direct into Chicago? <laughs> well done. Well done. Well, there was, there was a bunch of sightings in the 60s. And then, you know, then from that point, you know, there were sporadic appearances. But he is resurfacing, which I think is very interesting. So wait, what? So he, is it just like when he's around, he's like bad stuff happens. That's all it is. is she, or is he just like one of those guys that just happens to be around when bad stuff happens? Wasn't he? Is he kind of like a pre? Like he always shows up before something bad happens. Isn't that the the basic thing behind it? Yeah, that was one thing that they were saying that he started showing up before, then spiked in sightings after the collapse of this bridge. But basically, or pull it up on Google right now. He is an eleven foot humanoid, tall. Where the hell was he before COVID happened? (laughs) I mean, he's big, big and tall, got red eyes, kind of, um, he's, he's got the wings kind of like the, the shape of a tall man, but like every depiction that I've ever seen, it's more of like a shadow figure. It's not so Mm -hmm. much an actual personage or large creature. It's just kind of like the shadowy thing with wings and red eyes. And what intrigues me though, just to completely cut you off is that his reemergence was around the collapse of this bridge. And so that there are people talking about, he is the manifestation of a, some sort of a satanic creature, some sort of interdimensional being, but they, there's something tied to the collapse of this bridge and the Mothman's appearance. So, uh, I mean, 
ultimately, what is it? What is this coming down to? Do we do we believe that Mothman is real? Do we believe that? Well, I'm here to Mothman I'm here to try and put him in the same movie? book as Bigfoot. You know what I mean? Wow, so John hates him. <laughs> no, I Dude, don't. John, I'm surprised you would not. Dude, not so this hate Mothman, Mothman looks like y'all ever seen Venture Brothers? No. Uh, no. You guys need to see Venture Brothers, the Monarch. Okay, well, in any case, for the people who have no idea what you're talking about, <laughs> which I, is you too. I mean, <laughs> just us. So you know, in kind of doing a little bit of research on this when you brought it up um, before before the episode, Scott. It seemed like he was really big in like a two, about a two year period in the 60s. Yeah. And it's more of a legendary entity than it is anything else at this point. Like it was big in the 60s or he was or it was or whatever <laughs> you want to call it. I, d- I don't know. But they was 11 foot flying <laughs> moth. Uh, there was a movie on it called Mothman Prophecies. There was a book about it, too. Yeah, uh, that, that movie was based on the book. So or was the book based on the movie? Dun dun dun. <laughs> no, but <laughs> I mean, but in any case, I mean, this one's a pretty straightforward, right? The it's a it's an urban legend, and it's an urban legend creature. Is he real? Is ultimately the question, right? So we know kind of what like the the main concepts. There is a Mothman uh, museum. If anybody's actually interested in going to see that, so it's four fifty. Really? It's four fifty for admission. <laughs> so uh, it is in West Virginia. Wow, wow. where right? as it should be, as it should be. So <laughs> get that get that four fifty out. But do we believe of this eleven in this eleven foot creature with red eyes and wings and a shadowy figure? Or and let's start off with you and let's give this one. Um, how uh, zero out of ten? We, <laughs> I was gonna say wing flaps, but <laughs> how like many mothballs? Moth I'll go with mothballs. <laughs> how many mothballs did you give this one for validity? Uh, I give it a whole basket of zero mothballs. Ooh. Oh man! I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Everything I'm seeing, it looks. I mean, it literally looks like, like if this is the Mothman. This is the least intimidating thing I've ever oh. seen. See, I think he's demonic looking. Well, you said you can only see his red eyes and shadow figure. This is all these things that I'm seeing, like have depictions of, of him in great detail. <clears throat> and he looks like a, a, a moth. Like, We're going to have to post those on Twitter. Yeah, we'll post some of these on our account. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. Not a, lot of them are, not a lot of them are uh, what I would consider intimidating either. So, zero yeah. from Oren. Scott, how many mothballs are you giving Mr. Mothman? Well, I'm a believer in the paranormal, and I believe there's a lot of things that we just can't comprehend, can't explain. Our brains are not wired to see everything. That's why I believe in the Mothman. I'm giving him seven mothballs. I think it's totally reasonable that there could be some sort of a large creature with wings. Hell, maybe it's an alien. I don't know what it is, but I believe that if a mass amount of people see something, there's got to be some sort of a truth behind it. And to jump on top of the, what that was. <laughs> so if everybody believes it, so will Scott. <laughs> I, I mean, actually, what I wanted to say was I actually went to the Loch Ness Museum in Forget West Virginia, <laughs> somewhere in Scotland. I went to it, and I in also Lawrence. think it was like seven dollars, and it was like painted by local. Like it was like a homemade museum. So is that what you're expecting the Mothman Museum to be? 
Yeah, maybe worse. <laughs> and interestingly enough, and you're interestingly walking in enough, there and it's just going to be literally moths in a room. <laughs> <laughs> interestingly so, enough, though, after my trip to that museum at Loch Ness, I no longer believe in the Loch Ness monster. We've had a lot of conversations about that, so yeah, so maybe, uh, maybe, maybe for a future podcast there, but. Yeah. The mothballs from Mr. Mothman from John over here. I am going to give it basically like a crumble off of one. So maybe like 0.2 mothballs. Um, Maybe he took a bite out of it and then it left some some remnants behind. But this one is not. Mothballs keep them away. (laughs) They they don't eat them. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know what? I'm I'm going to take this time right now to send out a personal message to the Mothman. Okay. Mothman, if you are listening. And I know you probably are. I want you to terrorize Jonathan Warner. I want him to fear you the way he fears Sasquatch. In fact, get Sasquatch. I, I mean, and go visit John. I mean, that's that's kind of messed up. But uh, to be honest, I, I'm really not that afraid of your wishes or your desires in this case. So. <laughs> I mean, it's we can't it, it, go it, ahead it, and wrap man. this one up. We are going to go on to conspiracy <laughs> number two. Now, this one gets a little bit more juicy, Scott. So, hit us with it. Yeah, this one I found incredibly interesting. Uh, now, at the time of the recording of this podcast, there's a lot of stuff going on with our government and stimulus packages and how much money we should get and how many minutes money should we get here. And there was recently a veto because there were things in the bill that really had nothing to do with COVID-19. You guys have probably heard about this all what? over the news. Yeah, <laughs> shocker. Never would have suspected well, that. What's interesting is there is an, amend- uh, an addendum in this COVID-19 relief package bill that all branches of the government need to release everything they have on ufos within the next six months you know usually i see these things on the message boards i'm kind of apprehensive to click on them but this is like new york post new york times this is every major media outlet six months you guys have six months until we hear about disclosure of aliens so okay so let me kind of get us focused in a little bit on this one so what is the the, what is the thing that we are going to be judging this based on will it happen is this real if they do it's real it's in the bill you can you can look at it well no i mean like is it real like what, what i mean by that is like it could be in there but it doesn't mean that they're actually going to release it like just because it's in a bill sure. like they could you know alter things redact certain sections whatever it is so like right before we get too much into this what is the statement or what is the thing that we're judging in this actual conspiracy if there will be any kind of disclosure okay that makes so okay this so can it could actually, get retracted, like you said, uh, but I guess like the, the reality of them releasing this information at any point. So this goes really, really. We could get really, really deep on this one in, oh, yeah. in terms of conspiracy because we know that there's a lot of information about UFOs, whether that's alien in nature or not. We do know that there's a lot of information out there. There's there's rumors of us reverse engineering technology from these crafts, all this kind of random stuff that's out there. But ultimately what this comes down to, to me is not, is the information there, but what information would actually be released at the six month mark or in that time period. So what I'm looking at, it seems like what they're more concerned with is not necessarily, it is UFOs, but it's not aliens. 
So, right. So it's it's a way that they think will expose potential enemies aircraft. So, so I don't know. I mean, it should be interesting to, to see what happens here. I, I don't think it's if they were saying alien life, then yeah. But UFOs, yeah, uh, I don't know. It's going to be no that, way. And, and a UFO can can really almost be anything. You know, it can. Yeah. I guess one thing that I, I guess I've been thinking about recently is this. I've been watching Ant-Man, right? And you know, as he goes down to the quantum level and like the quantum realm exists, you, there's many books on the quantum realm. But as he shrinks, he's going through these different planes of existence, different shapes exist. And sometimes he's in a different, there are such incredible things in the quantum realm. Who's to say a lot of these orbs and things that we are seeing aren't just these creatures from quantum realms or, maybe they're not even creatures maybe they're just like temperature-based anomalies but like what if it's something that's really small just becomes super big for a second and it's from the quantum realm and it is not of any kind of intelligence we can comprehend and then it just goes back into its its realm okay so here's my my observation on that statement is scott has now successfully gone from will the COVID bill release information <laughs> on UFOs to the Ant-Man quantum realm and yeah. the growing and the shrinking of quantum UFOs. physics is going to be my next <laughs> thing that I dive into swear. Okay. So, it's so fascinating. Uh, uh, that's a, that's a bunch of uh, way out there thinking. And, and, and I'm not saying there's not validity to that, but in terms of this specific story, I, the questions that come to mind are, are well you know if they're just saying ufos right that could be crafts from other countries that could be crafts from ourselves that we haven't admitted yet right but the biggest issue that i see from this is that is a national security issue if they're starting to release information or uh, about about whatever crafts or ships or whatever that we're developing because most of the time we're you know what 40 years ahead of our development right getting to this stuff so why would they release any of that information when it's our highly highly secure defense stuff it it makes me think that if they put it in that bill then that they know exactly the information that they're expecting to hear and they're i i want to say that they're looking for alien life would be would be my whoever added that to this covid bill they knew that it wasn't going to just be china flying ufos over us they they know there's something there's got to be something else you don't just go hmm, i'm just gonna tell them to put all of it right here there, there's but, there's a backstory behind that being but there's also the ultimate included. question of if i'm the u.s government and i have to release some information would i rather release information about aliens yeah or about our own defense systems well it could also be that they're trying to see what aliens are working with other nations maybe it's not a global thing like we're all you know the entire world is talking to these aliens it's maybe there's some aliens working with the russians maybe there's some aliens working with the chinese and we're seeing their technology well i mean it's like you know what if they're playing what about they're playing we're their chess set and they're with us and putting right you know certain they're trying to put certain technologies like the war isn't caused by us war is caused by aliens playing a game with us 
How cool like that be? We're, we're, now you're stri- getting we're deep, we're, we're risk. <laughs> we're risk. But, but how ignorant of us as Americans and arrogant to assume that, well, aliens would only speak to us. <laughs> exactly. How do we well, know that aliens well, are they only like speak Walmart English, bro. I mean, that that tracks to the Galactic Federation as well, though, right? <laughs> yes. Because is. technically, under the, under the what we understand from the Galactic Federation, if it's true, is that there's no there's no entity of a country. It's just there's leaders of the of the from around right. the world that are doing it. So it wouldn't. It, I don't think the aliens come come down and say like, "Oh, you're Russian. I really want to talk to you." You know. Well, I mean that that then that opens up that whole draconian reptilian. Uh, theory is that they are of the same level of consciousness as us remember i I speak about the galactic federation being higher levels of consciousness they're more benevolent than us but there got to be other species on our plane right so that's where this uh, this alpha draconian reptilian theory comes in they are of the same kind of selfish and shady and manipulative nature that human beings have and they've somehow figured out how to infiltrate potentially these countries and into these leadership positions and to Oren's point they're playing chess with us so it's really interesting i'm so okay so Again, this is one of those topics we could get really deep into because yeah. there's this one spiderwebs. This one breaks off a lot oh, into yeah. a lot of different ways. But didn't so, Trump? I just wanted to touch on that because it was last podcast or the one before that last episode. We said that Trump promised to release information about yeah. UFOs in a tweet. So this could be tied into that as well. He, I can't believe that Donald hasn't come through with something he said he was going to do. I guarantee you that he's tried to at some points and he's gotten shunned, quieted. Something's happened along the ways because he's not, he's not the kind of guy who like either that or like, it's so crazy that like, even he was like, Oh no, I can't tell this to anybody, (laughs) but you know, if he's saying it, it's something super insane. So, okay. So, so, so bringing this back, we have a grade to do on this one. Now the grade is going to be in six months, or by six months, are we going to get information released by the U.S. government as it pertains to specific UFOs? Okay. And for this one, let's use redactions. No, we're not going to use redactions. <laughs> we're going to use um, what are those things called that uh, that beam people up? You know, like the suck them up, the cows. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's a word for that. Is that fake? No. You know what I'm talking about. Tra- the tractor beam. Tractor beam. Yeah, tractor beam. All right, we're going yeah. to tractor beam. Okay. How Zero many tractor, tractor beams? Tractor beams. How, how likely is it going to happen when this? With how the many cows in the tractor beam? How many? No, how, many, how, tractor many how many tractor beams? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with. 6.5 tractor beams. Oh, Ooh, I like that optimism. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I think that there will be things released. I don't, and I think it will also spurn more conspiracy theories. Um, yes. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how, you know, great it's going to, you know, at least to me, how it's going to be. It's like, yeah, there's a picture of a fuzzy ball. You know what I mean? Like, who knows what they're going to release. But I think that there will be more information released. I think we're getting to that point. Mr. Fresh. 
Yeah, I think I'm going to echo Oren. It's going to be around a 6.5 or a 7.5. I, I do fear that, you know, the redactions are going to come and they're only going to be able to release specific things. Bureaucracy is crazy, man. I'm not messing with any of that stuff. So I am very hopeful that they do release things. I think, I think it's long overdue. I, I think that they'll also sugarcoat it for us too. They're not going to hurt us. We're peaceful. They want us to be happy. We bring you love. (laughs) The Simpsons quote for everybody out there. Okay. From from my side, in terms of the actual uh, question being asked, within six months, will something be released? I give it 10 tractor beams. Okay. show. Now... Do I believe that the information that's going to be released, is it going to be anything that we think it's going to be? I would put that at like a one tractor beam. I think they're going to be manipulative with the information. They're going to, you know, kind of give little strategic bits and pieces if they do. But whatever we get, I think something will be released, but I don't think it's going to be anything of value. All right. So that wraps up story number two. And we are on to conspiracy number three. All right. Tell us about well, our friends over at Harvard, Scott. Well, I know quite a bit about Harvard as I am an alumni myself of Harvard. Uh, I took courses in religious studies and <laughs> I'm trying to figure out a funny way to do this. I took one online course. <laughs> hey, you <laughs> went to Harvard, not wearing your Harvard man. shirt tonight, yeah. which you normally wear. I know. Yes. Yes. So a Harvard professor uh, recently came out and, and I don't know how much you guys remember this, but a lot of us in the UFO community were really excited about this because uh, a couple of years ago, 2017, this large cigar shaped rock craft, whatever you want to call it, soared into our solar system. And a lot of people were thinking it's aliens. Uh, and then it, you know, it peacefully passed and took off on its orbit as they usually tend to do large rocks throughout the universe. Anyway, so this Harvard professor recently came out and said that that is potentially trash from an alien civilization, or it's actually like a scouting mission. Now, the name of the rock is called... Wait, is this the the flying turd that passed by into it 2017? Yeah, Amuamua itself actually means scout. So there's a lot of speculation from this Harvard professor that this was either a scouting trip or some sort of space trash because there were anomalies in its speed as it orbited around the sun. What is a speed anomaly in this situation? Uh, it actually, if you if you follow the orbits of other comets, large rocks that are rotating our sun, you know the, the other things besides just the planets, they usually follow a pretty consistent tempo in their orbit. This, at one point, accelerated, slowed down, and then kept moving. So, but you said they, it was saying crash. He changed. It could it could be their trash, and if it is, it could be on some sort of a ship that's just put into orbit. Get out of here! You're our landfill. So, so, to Earth. so, so it's a space barge. Could be space garbage barge. He also explains that it could be just beyond our comprehension. That if a caveman saw a cell phone, the caveman would say, "Oh, look, it's a rock." They say, he, he kind of alludes to we are just not able to comprehend what it really was. Hmm. Okay, first off, I mean, anybody from Harvard, they kind of have something stuck up their ass. 
Yes, we do. <laughs> I, took, <laughs> so, I took some courses. So one. In, in, in doing and re- <laughs> reading over what you sent, one of the things is saying that it's not uncommon for comets and other types of space vessels, whatever you want to call it, to have different, uh, they're made of different things. There's different consistencies. And as they get closer to sun, things that are frozen melt and they expand and they can actually jettison and, and, and change the, the speed of whatever the entity is and all this kind of stuff. So I think when I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around this as a viable thing, cause I, cause I want to, I, w- I want to be able to think like, okay, this, this is legit, but like, if aliens are so much higher in their realm of ability to think and comprehend things, why do they need a space barge? Why do they throw their trash out there? You would think that they'd have some kind of advanced way to have no trash left at this point in their existence. See, but I, I think it's I think it's bigger than that. I think what he's alluding to is that we cannot comprehend what we see. Remember, I talk about like our limited field of vision. There's Wi-Fi around us. There's electric currents. We know it's there. We just can't see it. And it's possible that we are only seeing the things that our biology is able to see when we see that oh mama wama what was it called <laughs> but but in oh, that same oh, why oh, would we be able to see part of it and not another part of it well wait no my other thing is you can only see it what if it's surrounded with like this brilliant energy that we just can't see that their beings can we just can't so how far it, it, away? How far away was this thing, though? No, no, I understand, but I mean, it's just like if this thing, considering that we can see basically a tick on Pluto, apparently, with our telescopes, this thing was like it was around the sun. You said, which yeah, is it, it entered our it entered our solar system mm-hmm. with an orbit around the sun and and just peace. Any comet? Yeah. Oh, okay. So we, we just couldn't identify it. Like we we just. Our, our capabilities to see things in space could not comprehend what this was. Is that there what was you're saying? A, there was a lot of – that's what this Harvard scientist is saying, that there's potentially – we just cannot comprehend it with our mind. Okay. I'm going to have to go back to this again. What is what is it the, the actual conspiracy or tale is in this situation? This, the, the, I would it, say I, that it's this Harvard scientist claiming that whatever came through in 2017 was – of alien nature and not just some stupid rock whether it was trash or a scouting mission or something it was alien in nature but we don't know what it was correct okay (laughs) so okay uh scott how many trash bags out of 10 would you think the viability of this entity in 2017 was truly alien 10 out of 10 because I just honestly believe that our comprehension of things, it is just at such a minuscule scale. We cannot even begin to fathom the other things outside of our realms of existence. So, you know, if there was, if there was suspicious activity aboard this orbiting rock, you guys can tell that I'm really just trailing off here. I'm just giving it 10 <laughs> out of 10. Because I believe in aliens. Okay. Let me, before we switch over to Oren, if this was not done by a professor at Harvard, what would your, what would your rating be at that point? 
it would still be a 10 because I am always right. keeping my mind open to the possibilities of, of things. And I, I think the second we start just immediately putting up the walls of, of non-belief, that's when we are. Um, I'll edit that part out, too, because I don't know where I was going with that one either. Oren, how many trash bags out of 10 are you giving the alien craft? The alien turd. Uh, I'm going to give it, I'll probably give it a good four. Let's go with four. So not, I mean, considering that it's elongated shape, or at least it's claimed to be that, uh, that's unusual, I think, you know, as my expertise goes in astronomy. But yeah, but uh, yeah, I'll give it a four. Like, why not? Dormammu. Yeah, this, yeah, Dormammu took a poop. And it went right through our galaxy. <laughs> All right. So coming back around to me, how many trash bags am I giving this one? I I am, I, to be honest, I'm having a hard time with this one. And whether it's the trash or whether it's a scouting mission, like there's too much out there that's like that just doesn't quite logically makes sense to me so i'm actually going to be lower than or and I'm, I'm i'm down at about two trash bags wow yeah this one this one's not really high on my list of things that i because i think if it's a scouting ship then it's going to go in a much different you know probably a little bit further into our into our solar system and around planets more and if it's trash but, then but hey to be fair if we were going to explore another solar system that's exactly how we would do it. We would have somehow figure out a way to hop onto an orbit of another sol- of another star, and we would ride that orbit and the gravitational pull. So, I mean, just because it didn't look like Star Trek doesn't mean it, it's it's not an alien species, you know? Oh, absolutely. I'm just saying, yeah. given the information at hand, yes, that's where I stand. And so I'm, not so- that, I'm not saying that I don't think that's po- it's not possible. It's just the information and the evidence that has been provided to me. That's where I'm at. Is that a two? I'm just curious. So Scott's saying that they're so technologically advanced that they can have a turd-shaped spacecraft, <laughs> and, that, and that is the most effective way to get across the galaxy. <laughs> no, I always try to talk about like these different levels of evolution, right? I think we're right, right. right here, and you know, I think that there's probably a layer here, hey, a layer here, hey, and a Scott. layer here. Uh, this is an audio. People can't see your hands. Oh, <laughs> but I mean, there's layers to it, right? There's tiers. Let's say it's tier. We're on tier one. There's tier two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, ten, all the way up to, to God, if you wanted to say so. Uh, but I would say, what if these are just creatures just above like our evolution? And this is the only way that they could figure out was how to get into a rock and hop onto an orbit and circle our star and speed it up and slow it down and shoot back away. And everybody at that planet is just going to think it's one big floating poop. What happens? Okay, now I'm just going to throw this out there. Because you're always talking about it in terms of like this higher level of consciousness for these people. What happens if something like that are the exact same level of consciousness as we are. Correct. Maybe they've just been around for a thousand years or 2000 years longer. Yeah. So they're just a little ahead of the game. That's what, that's if, what I would guess. Yeah. What if we are the top? That's <laughs> horrifying. That's horrifying. Yeah, that's I don't want to believe that's true. We are going to wrap <laughs> it up tonight. So we have gone over Mothman. Is he real? Is he viable? Yep. Don't know about that one. Number two, 
Is the COVID bill really going to give us some information on UFOs? And last but not least, is the sh- turd that the, that the guys from Harvard saw in 2017 <laughs> really <Space> alien? <laughs> so that's what we went over. <laughs> we had some fun on this one tonight. Let us know what you think. Follow us on social media. Share this with your friends as we're growing. We appreciate all the support that we're getting from the listeners. For Scott Freshour and Orrin Gould, my name is Jonathan Warner. We provided the fire. Hopefully you had the marshmallows, the graham cracker, and the chocolate. You get those s'mores going, and we will talk to you next week. Have a great one, everybody. Thanks for joining. First, you take the graham. You stick the chocolate on the graham. Then, you roast the mallow. No, it's my sleeping bag. When the mallow's flaming, you stick it on the chocolate. Then, you cover it with the other end. Here, make me one of those. Yeah, me too. Then, you scuff it.